<laughs> Welcome to Watch Out, where we dig through our DVD dungeon, where we scour the endless streaming landscape, all to help you find some kick-ass horror movies. Hello and welcome to Watch Out, the horror movie review podcast. We're glad to have you with us. Our goal is to provide you with spoiler-free reviews and recommendations for both recent films and horror classics. I am Jason the Terrible, broadcasting from Ottawa, Ontario, and I am joined, as always, from Vancouver, BC, by Grave Robert Jeff. This one's gonna be a dumpster fire. And Slice and Dice and Dave. What's up? And yes, we have something a little different for you for this episode. In fact, it's caused no end of discussion and argument and and fistfights behind the scenes to try to exactly come up with a definition of what the hell we're trying to do this time. I still don't know what the hell we were trying to do, but I gave it a good shot. Yes. That's all you can do sometimes. You just got to give it your best. You got to give it your all. Right? And it's not, it's not going to sound too complicated once we tell you what it is. Well, you've read the title of the episode, but how we got there is a, another thing entirely. But yes, this is the top five, sorry, this is the top 10 female characters in horror. Top 10 favorite female characters in horror. Oh my God, this is a hard title to put together. It's yes, like writing a... a bit different. <laughs> It's it's like it's like writing a legal document. It's the top ten favorite female horror movie characters. And you were gonna add something, Grave Rubber, or no? Yeah, well the way I was thought of it was top ten memorable characters or performances. <laughs> female characters a, or performances. It, yes. I have an or in there, which uh I'm it's just gonna have to be that way for my list. This is going to be a really long title. But that's the thing. We we wanted to... It would have been cool if this was part of our last episode, which was all about female directors. And that's sort of where the idea came from. But I, I started making that list for our regular top five segment. And I came up with 53 names. And I'm like, well, this is a good opportunity to do a whole episode about our top 10. Not top 50. That would be a long episode. But at least our top 10. But then the three of us couldn't agree on exactly what that meant because we didn't want to do a top 10 best actresses in horror because then we would have to be as smart as the Academy or at least the horror community in general. So I think it's a lot easier from our perspective to just highlight the performances that are our favorites. I have a hard time using the word favorite because I've forgotten a lot of movies and, and I have a feeling that <laughs> If I watched them again, I'd be like, oh, wow, yeah, she should have been on there. So that's why I used the memorable tag, because <laughs> these are ones I actually remembered. Well, well, that's a very good point, Jeff, because I'm sure after we go through this list, we'll go, oh, God damn it, we sh I should have put this person on there. Or I should have put her on there, you know what I'm saying? But uh, whatevs, man. Whatevs. Let's rock. Well, I, I can tell you that... As late as about five minutes before we started recording, I swapped two out of my top ten for completely different ones. So this is a living list and will probably not be the same tomorrow. But we should do the same list a year from now 
and see how similar it is. Well, I mean, we're watching a lot more movies on a regular basis now than we ever have. And so this list will be a lot different a year from now. I think there's a couple on here. Yeah, absolutely. There's probably four of my ten are from movies that I have just recently discovered. So it's good to watch movies and change your list. I suppose you're right, Jason the Terrible. I suppose you're right. All right. Well, let's get right into it because this I'm not sure how long this is going to take. We're we're not going to spend forever talking about each one because we're going to have 30 spots to get through. But we'll just see how it goes. It'll probably follow the same type of format as we did for our top 10 under the radar episodes way back when. And where possible, if we've covered the movies in a previous episode, maybe we can try to remember which episode number that was so that we can uh. Tell the users. Nice try, pal. <laughs> tell the listeners where to find it. Gray Robert Jeff, you have the master list, right? Do you have that easily accessible? Uh, yeah, I do. All right, well. What? <laughs> well, hush my mouth. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. Grave Robert Jeff one, is awesome with the stats. Yeah, he's good. One at that thing stuff. I've got to bring. One thing I got to bring up is it's going to be very tricky to stay out of spoiler town. So I I don't know what we're going to do about that. Well, what the hell are you talking about? I'm not going to say anything list, about the movies. Yes, but we probably have to say a few lines of why we like the performance or the character. Ah, uh, yes. There are, there are probably some involved in plot twists. But I think we can try to be vague about it without being too wink-wink, nudge-nudge vague about it. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. All right, so who wants to go first for number 10? Who wants? Because oh whoever goes last gets the last number one reveal. So who wants that spot? Is that the best spot? Maybe because, well, you also run the risk of someone having talked about your number one already by then. Oh, well, that would suck. Somebody talks about my number one. I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> Although I I would understand if you did because it's my number one. <laughs> you see what yeah. I'm saying? Not that that hasn't happened in the past already. Well, I'll go first then, you freaks. How about that? All right, Slice you know and Dave, number 10. Number 10. Okay, fellas. You remember a few episodes back we talked about a movie? We watched it, and then we like we kind of discussed it? Um, sure. <laughs> well, guess what? This has something to do with that. Hey, we watched a movie called X. Do you remember X? I remember X. God, there were some good female performances in there. Hey, and speak of the devil, you remember? Um, you remember I said that one gal that screamed the best scream I've ever seen in a horror movie. Well, yeah. that that would be one of my most memorable. Uh, Jenna Ortega. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, she she does not make the list. But that scream would have made the list as number one. You remember Mia Goth and how I dis I didn't really like that she played the old person and everything. Uh huh. Well, because of that, she's that's not on my top ten either. So I got to go to 2022's Pearl as played by Mia Goth. You see what I've done there? So you've bypassed I, X, but you've gone... I ripped people. apart X, even though I liked X, and I said, holy crap, did Mia Goth do a good job as Pearl in the movie... Pearl. If I'm meant to live out the rest of my days with you and Daddy on this farm, then so be it. But I'm only young once. If I go to this audition and I don't get picked, then I'll come home and I'll never speak of it again, I swear. But I have to know that I tried or I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. Please, Mama, you have 
you guys seen that one yet? Or are you too uh, cheap to go and see a cinema these days? Go to the cinema with the popcorn and everything. You see? Costs a lot of money, but it's worth it. It's on my Amazon wish list for the Blu-ray. Oh, get out of town. Well, there you go. Oh, she does a fantastic job, fellas, and a memorable character. A memorable character and a fantastic performance, so you can't really go wrong with this pick. It's it's the prequel to X, eh? So there's a character in X, an old lady, and you see where she comes from. as uh, Like I say, as played by Mia Goth in Pearl. And she does a fantastic job. You kind of like uh, feel bad for her, you kind of like her at times, and you kind of just uh, can't stand her at times. So what else do you need? Thank you, Slice and Dice and Dave. Solid pick. I did You're not. I, I did not have anybody from X on my on oh. my list. So glad to see that Mia Goth made it for you. So well, it's just it? funny because you know you know how much I got upset about the old people business, and then huh. Huh. Uh, and then she's in my top ten favorite performances for Pearl. So there you go. All right, who wants to go next? Me. All right, really. Okay. So you can you you can have the coveted last call. I have a feeling that my number one will be talked about by the time we get there. But anyway, all right. Oh, Grave uh, robber Jeff, year number ten. This is going back a ways, back to our practice episodes, uh, where we talked about a lot of good movies back then, but we just sucked as podcasters, <laughs> so we might have to get those out sometime later. But there is a little movie called The Cleansing Hour, which is actually not a oh. bad movie. And there was a lady in there who spent the whole movie pretty much strapped to a chair, possessed as all hell. And her name was Lane, the character, played by Alex Angelis. I don't know if that's how you say her, her name. I hope it is. Sounds about right. But, but that was one of the creepiest possessed ladies I've seen. And I don't know how much was makeup and how much was computer and how much was her, but holy cow, what a creepy uh, demon. She looks like every other possessed chick we've ever had, all right? We need shock value, pizzazz. I'll do fine. I have to look at your face for an hour. It's more than enough to make a girl homicidal. Tonight, father, you'll have a chance to save your own soul. If you don't, I'll kill sweet little Sabrina here in a way that makes Tommy's death look like euthanasia. Drew, cut the feet at any point. I kill the girl. Max, you step upset at any point. I kill the girl. Anyone tries to run, I'll kill you. Yeah, good call, pal. Solid pick. She was on my top 54 list, but she did not make my top 10. 54? Well, I feel terrible. Yeah. She she would have been in my top 54 list for sure, too. I forgot about it, though. See, that's the problem. I forgot about her. Yeah. So thanks, Jeff. Top 10 most memorable favorite. Oh, my God. What a a weird list this is. All right. (laughs) Jason, you're number 10 pick. Number 10. All right, my number 10 is coming from a horror franchise that sometimes doesn't get as much love as it should, but I think it's got its fans. I really like the first one, and I just recently purchased the Blu-ray set so that I can watch all of them all over again. Number 10 from the Resident Evil franchise is Alice, as played by Mia 
Jovovich. He's wounded. The infection's spreading. I'm fine. You should take care of him now. It'll be more difficult later. You know that. No. If it comes to that, I'll take care of it myself. As you wish. It's nothing personal, but in an hour, maybe two, you'll be dead. And moments later, you'll become one of them. You'll endanger your friends, try to kill them, probably succeed. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. She's just a kick-ass character. Yeah, I don't know. I like the actress a lot, too, so that helps. And it's just a fun series of movies based on the video games, zombies, and yeah, I can't imagine anyone else in that role. So there you go. Alice, Mia Jovovich, Resident Evil. I don't think I've, I don't think I've seen any of those movies. Oh, for goodness sake. I probably should. Maybe I'll send you the Blu-ray set. I think it was 20 bucks for the five or six <laughs> movies. All right, let's move on to number nine, Slice and Dice and Dave. Hey, thanks, fellas. So we got to go all the way back to 1996. Isn't it funny? All the way back to 1996. Doesn't seem like that long ago, but Jesus Christ, was that ever a long time ago? Hey, there was a like a teen horror movie out at the time, eh? Called, get this, The Craft. Huh? About oh, yeah. witches and all sorts. Yeah, you guys know that one? Kind of a witchcraft. Have you got, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Have you, got, have you seen it? Because I'm not going to lie, even though I, I was a teenager at the time and it was all over the place, I had never seen it until fairly recently when I bought the Blu-ray. Because my wife said, yeah, buy the Blu-ray, goddammit, I love that movie. So I said, oh, okay, I'll get it. And Jesus Christ, there's this character, not even joking you, Nancy Downs, played by Feruza Balk. And I, if you ever see that movie, you'll understand my pick, I'm assuming. She's just a goddamn nut bar. You're just jealous. Jealous? Jealous? You don't even exist to me. You don't even exist. You are nothing. You are shit. You don't exist. The only way you know how to treat women is by treating them like whores when you're the whore. And that's gonna stop. Do you understand? You understand what I'm saying? I'm sorry. <laughs> he's sorry. Oh, he's sorry. He's sorry. He's sorry. He's sorry. He's sorry. He's sorry. Sorry, Mike. fantastic nut bar and fan, and Feruza Balk's awesome is you know on her own but then she plays this character and like there's a scene where she hucks this dude out the window with her witchcraftery and just how nuts she goes I was like who else could play that she does an awesome job is all I'm trying to say so I'm very happy with my number nine pick from 1996 the crafts Feruza Balk playing Nancy Downs who are the other ladies? Oh, Jesus crowd? Christ, man. Well, the main gal is friggin' Robin Tunney. And then we got uh, horror movie aficionado Nev Campbell in there. And oh, Rachel right. True. Yeah, yeah. You know? 
and then there's some good like skeets in there skeet ulrich from the scream <laughs> business and brecken meyer god there's lots of good anyway all right. um that's actually a good movie you guys should watch it if you haven't seen it all right thank you slice and grave rubber jeff you're number nine this goes back to our underrated episode and as i'm sitting here i'm watching the trailer again and i feel like this one should go up higher but uh oh. it's too late for that <laughs> sure so is. coming in at number nine is the franken hooker herself <laughs> Patty Mullen playing Elizabeth. Jersey boy here wants a twosome. Oh, Holy, yeah. need some coffee. Going out. Want a date? Party. Got any money? Holy shit, girl, Miss Jones. Super Jones. A whole shitload of Jones. Nice. Now you guys can definitely go back to that episode to hear why I love this movie. But in particular, her performance is hilarious. It's the combination of, well, it's really like committing to the role. Like actually putting yourself like, what if I came back as a hooker Frankenstein? Like how would they walk? How would they smile? (laughs) All sorts of stuff. She just nails it right out of the park. God, it's hilarious. Patty Mullen as Frankenhooker. Can't argue with that one. Uh, you're referring to episode 22, our top 10 under the radar and underappreciated horror movies episode. Patty Mullen made my top 20, but not my top 10. Her yeah. physical humor absolutely was spot on. Yeah, son of a bitch. She should have made my top 10. God damn it. See, that's what I'm saying. It's a good <laughs> thing we're doing these lists. All right, my number nine is going to come out of left field for you guys because I don't think I've talked about this movie with you at all. 2021's Werewolves Within. And in that movie, we have a character character named Cecily Moore, played by Milana Vaintrub. All I can say is that there, she's a lot of the reason why I like the movie she has great chemistry with the leading man in this one as well. And basically, it's a big werewolf mystery. So, what brings you to Beaverfield? Hardball, right from the top. I had an incident at work. Did you touch someone? No. Because time's up. You too? Yes, but doesn't I didn't touch anyone. Do you want to show me on the soap bottle, Angel? It's not about touching. So. I'm sorry. Yes, go ahead. Some guys I know convinced me to fish grout pond without a permit, and then they posted it to social media. I mean, can you believe it? Dummies. So a transfer was a way for me to keep my job. And Charlotte thought... Charlotte? Yes, Charlotte, my my, uh, my girlfriend. You know, she thinks that this situation could be good for our relationship. How's that? Well, you know, she thinks that I am too available. Right, because women like men who aren't <clears throat> there. But, you know, I figure I won't need a whole year. And maybe, you know, assuming nobody better comes along. Your first kombucha? Assuming nobody better comes along. You'll get back together? Well, technically we're not broken up. Ah, but you're not living together. No. You're not seeing each other? Not currently. You're not talking? You're texting. And you're keeping your options open. Because Charlotte thinks that... Oh, my God. I'm broken up, aren't I? I think so. Want to do something violent? Yeah. There you go. Number nine. Someone that you guys have probably never heard of, but 
Maybe when you watch this movie, you'll understand what I mean. I am gobsmacked, Jason. Interesting. I can't say whether you're right or wrong because I haven't seen it. I'm just curious. I'll probably have to watch. I'll probably have to put on a bunch of things on my watch list. I know. Well, this this top 10 list is going to be great for coming up with a new watch list for some people, maybe. All right. Let's go around again. We're at number eight, Slayson, Dyson, Dave. All right on. Well, hey, I think I accidentally let her, her name slip out of my mouth earlier. So let's just get it out of the way here. My number eight from 1968, we have Mia Farrow playing Rosemary Woodhouse in none other than Rosemary's Baby. Oh. Guy? Yeah. I'm going to Dr. Hill Monday morning. Dr. Saperstein is either lying or he's, I don't know, out of his mind. Pain like this is a warning something's wrong. Rosemary. And I'm not drinking Minnie's drink anymore. I want vitamins in pills like everyone else. I, I haven't drunk it for the last three days. I've thrown it away. You what? I've made my own drink. Is that what those bitches were giving you in there? Is that their hint for today? They're my friends. Don't They're call a bunch them of bitches. not very bright bitches who ought to mind their own goddamn business. All they said was get a second opinion. Rosemary, you got the best doctor in New York. You know who Dr. Hill is? He's a Charlie nobody. That's who he is. I'm tired of hearing how great Dr. Saperstein is. <laughs> well, we'll have to pay Saperstein. We'll have to pay Hill. Well, it's out of the question. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, I'm changing. I just want to go to Dr. Hill and get a second opinion. I won't let you do it, Ro. I mean, because it's, uh, it's not fair to Saperstein. Not fair to... What are you talking about? What about what's fair to me? Now, about this particular one, I had, I just watched this fairly recently as well, and I think without her doing uh, as great as the I mean it's a nicely written show and everything but boy she's pretty goddamn good in it eh you know what I'm saying I don't know what else to say you've seen it right she's awesome I have Rosemary seen. like what she goes through and everything in there and like how she acts and stuff and her character and good grief that's all I gotta say <laughs> so Grave Robert Jeff which episode did I do the mini review of Rosemary's Baby episode 35 you gave it a 9 out of 10 Ooh, look at that. Oh, wow. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, so there you go. Rosemary from Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> nice pick. She has a baby. Thank you. <laughs> Grave Robber Jeff, you're number eight. I like Rosemary's Baby too, but I uh, couldn't remember it for the life of me. So what you'll oh. find out from, from my list is a lot from the last couple years because of the podcast, including my number oh. eight. Which you already mentioned, Mr. Dave. What? Uh, from the movie X, Mia Goth, who manages to play two completely different characters in the same movie. You think I know who you really are? I saw what you did in the barn. You deviant little whore. You're insane. Come on, don't just lie to me. Time to turn our backs on sin and make the complete... I'm nothing like you. Once and for all. You're kidnapping, murdering sex fiends. I'm a fucking star. The whole I'm world is going to know my name. I will not accept a life I do not deserve. I do not deserve. Stop fucking staring at me. 
I thought that was really cool. And the fact that they're so different, to be honest, I didn't even know it was the same actress. But I am not that smart. But I think <laughs> a, a creepy... She plays like a creepy lady, as well as the um, kind of like, you know, part of the group that's trying to avoid being killed and stuff. I don't know. I just thought it was a great performance. Mia Goth from X, which we talked about on episode 36. As our feature review. Yeah. And which I went out and bought shortly after that. All right. Thank you, Grave Robber Jeff. I'm the only one that didn't pick somebody that was related to X. Unbelievable. All right. My number eight. This probably won't come as a surprise to you guys, but it might come as a surprise about which character and which movie I pick here. So this is from 2021. Ooh. I am picking Barbara Crampton as Anne Fetter. In Jacob's way. You know, Anne, I am surprised that you wound up marrying Jacob. I don't know how to take that. I mean, I like Jacob. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't mean to insult you or Jacob. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that you a church mouse. I don't, I don't understand whatever happened to the adventurous Anne that wanted to go travel at exotic places and... What about moving to Cairo? Remember that fantasy? Yeah. yeah, I do. I don't know. You make plans for things and then life happens, I guess. It was, um, I think it was around the time that, that you left town that my mother died. And Jacob was there for me. He offered me comfort. So did the church. They were both steady when I needed support. <sighs> Make no mistake, we have a good life. We do. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Get out of town. Interesting. I'm not surprised you picked Barbara Crampton, but I'm a little surprised at uh, the movie you picked her from. I had a couple of options to pick a Barbara Crampton entry. She was always going to end up in my top 10. But I had to go with what is actually what I think is her best performance that I've seen. There's just so many reasons why this movie is powerful and, and important for her and for her career and well we went into it at length in our episode what what episode number was that 13 grave robber i'm scrolling i'm scrolling <laughs> it was episode 13 look at that wow How good guess that? well sometimes my memory works anyway just just a great performance this was her movie so it was a lot of time spent with this character and just the right amount of comedy and sympathy and empathy and and horror in there and i just was very happy for her to have her performance like that barbara crampton and fetter is my number eight huh well thank you very much jason the terrible i knew she'd show up somewhere now let's see if she shows up again on your list huh wouldn't that be something (laughs) wouldn't that be a twist uh just kidding or if she showed up on someone else's list oh yeah Slice and Dice and Dave, you're number seven. Oh, thanks, guys. Hey, so this one 
<laughs> I almost didn't have this on the list. And then I kind of shook my head and said, the shit are you thinking, man? <laughs> and then it's like, and then like, because I have recently watched uh, season two of Castle Rock, and it kind of brought me back to this particular movie. And I love Stephen King and... Well, I don't love him, but like I'm fond of his writings, you know. From 1990, we have a movie called Misery uh, and a character named Annie Wilkes, played by... Was she an Academy Award winner or was she nominated or anything? Didn't she, she win for this performance? Holy shit. Yeah, probably. Because it's good. Kathy Bates. When I was growing up in Bakersfield, my favorite thing in all the world was to go to the movies on Saturday afternoons for the chapter plays. Cliffhangers. I know that, Mr. Man. They also call them cereals. I'm not stupid, you know. Anyway, my favorite was Rocket Man. And once it was a no-breaks chapter. And the bad guy stuck him in a car on a mountain road, knocked him out, and welded the door shut, and tore out the brakes, and started him to his death. And he woke up and tried to steer and tried to get out, but the car went off a cliff before he could escape. And it crashed and burned, and I was so upset and excited. And the next week, you better believe I was first in line. And they always start with the end of the last week. And there was Rocket Man trying to get out. And here comes the cliff. And just before the car went off the cliff, he jumped free. And all the kids cheered. But I didn't cheer. I stood right up and started shouting, This isn't what happened last week! Have you all got amnesia? They just cheated us! This isn't fair! He didn't get out of the cock a car! They always cheated like that in um, chapter plays. But not you. Not with my misery. But it's funny because, like, I've been watching a lot of series these days. You know what I mean? Like my American Horror Stories, and she's in that a lot and stuff. And I'm just like, you know what, man? Like, if you watch that misery again, you're just like, what a friggin' great character that Annie Wilkes is, eh? Nut job. Anywho, 1990, Annie Wilkes, Kathy Bates, Misery. Yes, and she did win the Best Actress Oscar in 1991 for her performance. Well, there you go. Get out so, of town. I'm, I'm not surprised. Nice pick, Stephen King represented. Oh, yeah. Grave Robber Jeff, you're number seven. This is from a very recent episode. She plays a pretty prominent role in 2017's Get Out. If you guys have seen that, which I don't think Jason's seen it yet. Nope. I uh, saw it. Oh, well, good for you. The actress's <laughs> name is Allison Williams, who plays Rose Armitage. Yo, um, hey, what a, Rose, it's, um, it's, it's me, Rod. Hi. Where's Chris? He left two days ago. He left? Yeah, he, he got all paranoid and then he freaked out on me. And then he just got in a cab and left his phone. Wait, you haven't seen him? Oh, he never came back here. Oh my God. She does some very effective stuff in there that made me think twice about everything in life. Yeah, she's just very good. It was a good character. All right. Thank you, Grave Robber Jeff. My number seven. I have to state again what the name of our list is. Favorite oh performance. Or oh, that's at least a, a small percentage of what the name of our list is. But... Obviously, this person's not going to be on here if we're talking about, like, Academy Award-winning performances. But 
It sounds like you're talking down on your pick here. No, no. I just, <laughs> I just really love this movie. I mean, I am a fan of horror comedies, so this is not a surprise. But I really like what they did with this character and what this with, with what they did with this movie. And that is 2017's The Babysitter. And I'm talking oh, about good choice. Samara good choice, Weaving yeah. as yeah, B. Yeah. They bother you a lot? No. You look away when you lie, dude. They're the ones that egg your house? You gotta punch them in the dick. And if they're chasing you, wait until they've almost got you and then drop like a bag of rocks. And then when they trip over you and they're on the ground, kick them in the dick. The babysitter that every 13-year-old wants to have. And we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> well, well, oh my God. If you watch the preview for that, because as I was sitting here trying to narrow down my picks, she was in my picks as well, Jay. So nice pick. And I'm watching it going, Jesus Christ, is that an awesome movie? Oh, God. But um, it shows everything in the preview. Everything. I'm like, Jesus Christ. But anyway, God, I love horror comedies. That's a great movie. And she's great. She's also in Ready or Not. And she does a really good job in that too. So there you go. Anywho. Thank you, Slayson. And it's your turn. Let's go to number six. Number six. Oh, Jesus. Hey, well, here's another one. I'm gonna I'm gonna now if I was handing out Academy Awards, <laughs> this would this would <laughs> I think we're gonna lose all of our listeners right now. You know what? There's enough listeners that like this type of horror movie as well. Now it's funny though, because there's two really good female actresses in this movie. Uh, it's one of the movies that I wish I worked on, but I wasn't quite in the business at the time. From 2009, Jennifer's Body. Oh, that's just the name of the movie. Now, am I going to go the easy way out and pick Megan Fox as Jennifer? Or am I going to pick Amanda Seyfried as Needy? Because goddamn, they're both pretty goddamn good in this movie. I picked Megan Fox. <laughs> Uh, I'm already sick of that song. <laughs> yeah, it's really poorly produced. <laughs> Can the bass be any lower in the mix? No offense, but you look really tired. Is everything okay? No. I feel like boo-boo. Yeah. My skin is breaking out and my hair is dull and lifeless. God, it's like I'm one of the normal girls. Are you PMSing or something? PMS isn't real, Needy. It was invented by the boy-run media to make us seem crazy. Don't look at me like that. It's just wearing off or something. She, like, I mean, she does a pretty goddamn good job in that. You know what I'm saying? And I liked me For a long time, I was a big fan of Megan Fox. Not so much these days. Sorry, Megan. Maybe it was because of her looks which is very shallow of me. Maybe it was because of her performance in Jennifer's Body, which isn't so shallow of me. Uh, either way, I love this goddamn movie, and uh, I think she did a great job. Megan Fox, Jennifer. And it's my favorite character, not most Academy Award-winning actor from a horror movie. It's my favorite goddamn character. So F you all, Megan Fox, Jennifer's Body. <laughs> With conviction. All right. Yeah. We're, we're moving right along through these. This is good. We've got a good pace going. So, Grave Robber Jeff, you're number six. Going back to the gold mine that is the practice episodes, <laughs> there's another movie we watched from 2019, We Summon the Darkness. 
And I couldn't quite get over the performance of an actress in this one, Alexandra Daddario, who played oh, Alexis. Yeah, yeah. And what are you trying to express? Defiance. Against what? I asked you a fucking question. Against what? People like you. People like us, people like us who are trying to help people. People like us who are trying to spread Christ's word. We're trying to spread the word of our Lord and Savior. Good people trying to help the world. That's that's what's wrong. That's what's wrong with us. He was just a complete loony tune. And I thought it was very interesting. <laughs> Goddamn nerd. <laughs> Yeah, but you're she, right. She, she made my top. Too. She made my top twenty as well, but not my top ten. For this particular performance. Like, for this particular performance. Well, because like I picked a couple people from movies from our practice episode, so it's like we watched some good movies on the practice episode. I know we did. This podcast. We should rewatch them and redo them. This podcast is always going to be valuable for me for just watching a bunch of movies that I would never have thought to watch before and how much fun we've had damn right you're damn right let's continue all right so (laughs) my my number six my number six and my number seven share a lot of similarities because they're both from horror comedies so coming right after the babysitter holy smokes it's from the same year too 2017 can i guess can i guess sure happy death day 2017's Happy Death Day. Ah, do you know what's hilarious? Both of those were on my top uh, 17 lists. The character has the worst name I've ever heard. Her name is Tree. Now that is a <laughs> that is a short form nickname of Teresa, but Jessica Roth plays Tree. I feel like I'm losing my mind. I don't know what's happening to me. Just calm down. Tell me what's going on. Look, I know this isn't going to make any sense, but I have already lived through this day. Twice. Tree, No, no, uh... no, believe me, I know it sounds totally crazy, but this is happening to me, I swear to God. Tree, I'm sure it feels like you're living here. Okay, okay, you made me a cupcake for my birthday, right? You're about to give it to me, and then later on tonight, there's a surprise party. (sighs) Who told you? No, no, nobody told me. That's what I mean. Don't you see? I know what is going to happen before it happens. Lori. Lori, somebody's going to kill me tonight. And she makes this movie what it is. She gives it the, the comedy necessary to pull off the Groundhog Day type concept of the whole thing. And her transformation from someone that is really not that likable into someone that you really care about throughout this movie is great. So I appreciated that. I really love the movie. I'm a big fan of the second one as well. It's a little less of a horror movie. But yeah, two straight horror comedies in a row. I promise, in case you're concerned about that, my top five do not have any horror comedy representation in them. So number six. just Two, two straight good picks, in my opinion, Jason the Terrible. Thank you, Slice and Dice and Dave. Number six, Jessica Roth. In Happy Death Day. 
And we're we're they, we're through our top. Well, we're through our six through ten picks. We're making wow. good time. Yeah. Nice. Well, we could play that uh, Bon Jovi soundbite of "Whoa, we're halfway there." Whoa, we're, or we can just sing it. Whoa, we're halfway, halfway there. there. Whoa, there. Oh God, we're all delayed, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> just to work out when we're all across. It the sounded pretty good for a while from here, but yeah. Anyway, oh, sick. Okay, we'll see what we can. No, no, mush we're together. All okay. Right. Uh, my number five, basically. Hey, roll that thing where it says number five. Number five. <laughs> Already done. I don't know why there's. Okay, great. Hey, thanks, guys. It's up to me. And I, you've already talked about this actress, Jason the Terrible. Uh-huh. I, I look back at what we were trying to do here. And in my opinion, what we were trying to do here is pull our favorite characters or performances into a top 10 list. Actually, I guess this would be my most memorable performance by this character. Or no, not not this character, by this actress. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Anyway, from 1986, a little film that I love to say that I love called From Beyond, we have Barbara Crampton playing Catherine McMichaels. Oh, yeah. I was just, that was my impression of the Kool-Aid man going, oh, yeah. I'll have to do a study of the CAT scans of schizophrenics. If there's a statistical correlation between schizophrenia and an enlarged pineal, why, they may be seeing or feeling what we saw. Their minds may be influenced by those creatures. Well, how about the hard-on I got? Is there a statistical correlation for that, too? Well, um... We know that uh, the pineal gland helps to regulate the sex drive. Perhaps pineal stimulation causes a, an accompanying sexual stimulation. There's so much to learn. I watched this movie, and I saw From Beyond before Reanimator and all that business. So I think this might have been my first Barbara Crampton movie. Oh, no, I, you know what? I might have saw, uh, what's that one, Shopping Mall. Chopping yeah, mall. Yeah, chopping mall. That was a long time back, eh? So I, I didn't really remember it too much. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, um, oh, God, I, she kind of stole the show for me in this. Because she's like this nerdy-ass, like, uh, you know, doctory type person that she goes up and sees that, what do you call it? What, what is that thing up in the attic? That scientific machine? <laughs> The resonator. <laughs> the resonator, thank you very much. You know, then she gets all, like, sexy and stuff, and then... Oh, geez, man. I was like, what the hell? But anyway, things go weird. What a great movie. I could watch that again right now. Uh, Anywho, Barbara Crampton as Catherine McMichaels in From Beyond, 1986. My number five. Thank you, Slice. And I finally got to watch that during this past year. It's been a hell of a movie to try to track down. Okay. They just released a 4K version like a couple weeks back. I own the, uh, what is it, Scream Factory one or Shout Factory, whatever the hell it is. Collector's Edition, Blu-ray. If you go on to Amazon, it's $155.52. That's what I'm saying. But you get free delivery <laughs> by Wednesday, February 15th. So at least you don't have to worry about the delivery. But then you can get the uh, 4K Blu-ray set for $70. Yes, well, I'm never going to argue with the Barbara Crampton performance. Except her performance in From Beyond did not make my top 54 list. Holy shit, man. Learn to live a little. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a big fan of From Beyond. So there you go. That's how we all differ. 
Yep. All right. Grave Robber Jeff, you're number five. And feel free to talk a bit longer about these ones since it's the top five. Even with spoilers? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyways, top five. This is getting serious. All right. So this is another one that we were unexpecting to watch because I'd never heard of it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to watch it. But because of this podcast, we watched it. And it wasn't the most pleasant movie. And a lot of it had to do with this actress who played Monty, Macarena Gomez, in Shrew's Nest. No, no sé por dónde empezar. Verás, uh, hay muchas cosas que no sabes de mí. Cosas malas. Pero no, no me importa que las sepas. Desde que te conozco no tengo miedo. He olvidado tenerlo. Ningún hombre me ha tratado como tú. Con respeto y cariño. La verdad es que no, no sé cómo se hacen estas cosas. Supongo que simplemente hay que intentar decir lo que sientes. Now this lady was a bit of a tortured soul and completely unhinged. And it was it was quite quite an emotional roller coaster, mostly due to her character. Yes, and what was what episode did we talk about that one in? Episode thirty-three. I remember praising her performance during that episode for sure. Uh, she did make my top fifty-four list, but not my top ten. Hey, well, she almost made my top li- ten list for another movie. Hilariously enough, you know, seen Dagon. Uh, yeah, she was in Dagon. Remember that? For God's sake, it's not French. Stuart Gordon's. Dagon. <laughs> Je ne sais pas. No, uh, friggin'. Yeah, no, she's that, like that sea, uh, what the hell do you call her? Like sea. Mermaid? Mermaid thing? Like, how, how can you, like, not like sea mermaids? Anyway, uh, she didn't quite, though. She's awesome. That's why it was cool watching Shrew's Nest again. Or, not again, but for the first time. Hey, let's go on to the next pick. All right, Grave Rubber Jeff. Nice job. Number five. I've mentioned this one to you guys before, but it was on our top 10 underappreciated list. What episode was that? 22? Uh, yeah, it was 22. And yeah, this movie is is all about the leading lady who plays Molly. The movie is called Lovely Molly from 2011. It's just a feel, fearless performance by, by Gretchen Lodge in this one. <laughs> Molly. Well, fuck, Mr. Hensley. I don't know what to say. I mean, who was that? That man that's, that's fucking the shit out of me in the hallway. I mean, wait, I mean, wait, what man? How the what are you hell talking about? You know that, Mr. Hensley? Please keep your voice I mean, down. I mean, one minute I'm lugging trash down the hallway, and and the next minute, yeah, I'm I'm pulling down my pants so this man can nail me from behind. I mean, I don't it's know a what the hell you're talking She makes this movie. It's an unforgettable performance. So, if you get a chance to watch it, don't pass it up. You got to watch this one. So, good news in Canada, you can watch Lovely Molly for free on Tubi with ads. Oh, wow. You can also watch it on Plex, but don't do that. <laughs> um, in the States, wow, in the States, it's not streaming. I'm sorry. What? 
It's finally an advantage that we have. But I'm sure it'll be back there again. You guys, though, you should go watch this movie after we finish this podcast, is what I'm saying. Oh, dude, I was going to play hardcore Apex Legends all night with my brother Jeff. It's probably what I'm going to do. Anyways, all right, so enough about my number five. That is Gretchen Lodge as Lovely Molly. Slice and Dice and Dave, you're number four. Holy shit, is it me? Gentlemen, oh crap. I've clicked on Degon. Now I gotta go back to what it's my not number five French. Was. Oh. <laughs> Gentlemen, I rewatched this movie fairly recently. I had seen it back in the day. And I, I swear there's some horror movies that if you watch when you're a kid, you just won't appreciate them as much if you watch them again later in life. One of these ones was the case, or this one was the case. Uh, a movie called Candyman from 1992. There is a female lead in that movie, um, played by, well, hold on, the character's name is Helen Lyle, played by Virginia Madsen. Did I pick her as my number four? I sure as hell did, guys. Because God damn it, does she play a goddamn good role, or a good character. You know, it's okay to talk to me, Jake. Because I'm not a cop. So nobody's going to get in trouble. I can't say nothing. A candy man will get me. Candy man, huh? You scared of him? I ain't scared of nobody. But you're crazy walking here on your own. It ain't safe around here. Yeah, I know. But I don't scare too easy either, Jake. You know, you don't have to tell me. You could just show me. And if you show me where Candyman is, I'll make you a promise. It'll be our secret. Unless you're too scared. You know, like if we were handed out Academy Awards, I'd hand her Academy Award. For... Who won 1992? I'll tell you if she did a better job. I don't even know, but anyway. No, she's awesome, man. Like, there's some crazy scenes. And, and like, because it's 1992, like, and she's smoking cigarettes and stuff and her hairdo and everything. I don't know, man. It's just awesome. She does an awesome job. Candyman. Virginia Madsen. Helen Lyle. All right. Candyman messed me up way back in the day, but I haven't seen it since then. So I well, would have it's, to it's a little, revisit. Well, it's a little, sm like, it's a little smarter than I was. <laughs> The, like obviously the old Candyman, Candyman, Candyman business, but like I don't know, like it was it was just sick, man. I liked it. If you haven't seen it for a long time, watch it again. Oh my God, there's three of them. Farewell to the Flesh and then Day of the Dead. I should watch those. I haven't seen them. Oh, and then the remake. I saw the remake in the theater. That was pretty sick. There you go, Candyman. Thank you, Slice and Dice and Date. Grave Robber Jeff, you're number four. This is another one we talked about semi recently. From 2014's The Babadook, Essie Davis as Amelia Vanek, who had to deal with a lot of unfortunate stuff in this movie. She does a great job. I want to report someone stalking me and my child. Can you tell us what happened? Somebody sent me a children's book. <laughs> and... And it contained violent and graphic images of my child and me being murdered. Can we have a look at the book, please? I burnt it. 
You bet it. Yes. Good pick, man. Maybe that should have been in my top ten. There you go. She, it could have been. I was. She did really good, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she made my top 54 as well, but not my top 10. But you'll remember that Babadook was a 10 out of 10 for me in our episode. What did I, what did I give it out of 10? Jesus Christ. Grave Rubber. Anyway, that was a good movie. Grave Rubber should oh. be able to tell us that. Oh, man, it was a lot. Oh, it was episode 30. Dave gave it an 8 out of 10. That's it, eh? I thought I liked it more than that. Anyway. Um, no, she's fantastic in that. Thank you, Jason. The Terrible. Uh, that was... Oh, hold on. It was Jeff. <laughs> Grave Robin Jeff. Good choice. All right. My number four pick is from a movie from 2011. It actually does have Barbara Crampton in it, but <gasps> she is not the reason I am talking about this movie. Oh. This movie is called Your Next. Oh, great movie. And you probably know where I'm going with this by now. This is Sharni Vinson's rendition of Aaron who just happens to kick ass like nobody that I've seen kick ass in a horror movie before. Dry cleaning to take care of the shoulder. It's fine, I can't feel it anymore. Are you sure? Okay, we're all gonna get out of this. We need to cover up and lock all the windows. I've never seen you act like this before. Well, it's a unique situation. We still need someone to go outside and try to get some help. No, I think we should stay in here and lock everything and wait till the police come by. In fact, we should hang a sign out an upstairs window, SOS or something. Yeah, that's a good idea. I can push it up a bit upstairs. And it was a pleasure to watch. It's also one that I went out and bought the Blu-ray. And I've been buying a lot lately, but you got to remember that I went a few years without buying any. So... These movies that I talk about buying Blu-rays kind of kick-started things again for me, but they were that good that they kick-started things again for me. So, hey, do you know what's crazy, man? Ty West was in friggin' Your Next. I know. And I he think I pointed like, that out uh, to you. So. Oh, get out down. Well, never mind. But anyway, we're talking about females here. Wonderful, wonderful females. Yes, and this was a wonderful role. All right, Slice and Dice and Dave. We're already at our number three pick. Number three. Holy cow. Well, this is where we pull out the big guns. Mind you, we've been pulling out all the big guns this whole time. They've all been uh, really good picks. This one is a, a phenomenal character. A phenomenal job of playing it. Phenomenal. All podcasting and no drinking beer makes David something something. Go crazy. Don't mind if I do. Gentlemen, from 1980's The Shining, I'm talking Shelley Duvall as Wendy Torrance is my number three pick. You did this to me. Didn't you? You son of a bitch! You did this to him! Didn't you? You know what I'm saying? Holy shit. Shelley Duvall, who also played, um, what's her name? Olive Oil from Popeye. <laughs> but that's no horror movie. The Shining is indeed a horror movie. And I tell you, one of the best, perform my, one of my most memorable performances by a female in the horror genre, Shelley Duvall as Wendy Torrance. Yeah. Am I right? Like, come she, on, man. Jesus she was Christ. In my, she was in my top 10 for the longest time. 
well, you're a fool for not having her in the top ten. I absolutely she rec- goes nuts. I absolutely recognize how amazing she was in that movie, but she's not why I watched The Shining. Oh, geez. but that's that's like another way to look at this list. I know there's so that's many pretty harsh. There's different rules. Just because of just because her look, man. Like that's what what made me pick it. Like not like plus her acting, but like she was the perfect look for that movie because she's got the look as Roxette used to say. But anyways, Shelley Duvall, Wendy Torrance, the show. Well, and what she had to go through in making that movie, they, the director, Stanley Kubrick made her life a living hell. Apparently. Yeah. It sounds like he's a big jerk. I shouldn't, I shouldn't even put it. You know what? If it was, if it was up to me and, or if it was because of him, I'd take her right off this list. But, but I love her. So she's on there. At number three. All right. Well, nice pick there, Slicing. All right. Grave Robber Jeff, you're number three. Can I just confirm that we've had no duplicates? Um, That's pretty impressive. Holy shit. Well, I've had Barbara Crompton, but a different movie. That's true. Mia Farrow. Or no, sorry, Mia Goth, but different movies. That's true. That's pretty cool. That's that's kind of cool. That's about as close as we've got. Yep. Hey, and I was very close to having um, Samara Weaving and Jessica Roth in my list. They'd be in my top 15 or at least top 20 for sure. So there well, you go. Well, I'm glad I represented them then. Yeah, good. Thanks. All right, back to number three. This one's tough to talk about. I have a feeling it might be a pick of some other people. But it's no longer from the podcasting years. It's back to childhood traumatic memories. And oh. this one's up there. Uh, 1983's Sleepaway Camp. Felissa Rose as Angela Baker. Great. Oh, and my goodness. Great pick. I didn't think you were going to show. Let's go swimming. Now? What about our clothes? Take them off. And I don't know if you can really talk about it, but you figure everybody has seen it by now, but maybe not. Well, no, you, no, you don't, don't have to say anything about <laughs> the things. You, know what I'm you don't have to talk about the ending, though. The ending makes a big impact. You know, to say she makes an awesome face in the movie that will last, will be sketched in your brain forever. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to put it. Yeah, it's definitely a memorable performance with some twists and turns. And yeah, haunts me to this day. Sleepaway Camp, Felissa Rose. That was in my top eighteen picks as well. So there you go. She was not on my top fifty-four. What you got? That is bizarre, man. But I agree with Jeff more than I agree with you on that. But one. remember, I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. I did just buy the Blu-ray, so I. I got a picture with her that. at the. At the Texas Frightmare thing, I got a picture with her. She's a lovely gal. I know. I watched. Hey, it she's in. Hey, it. she's in. She's in Terrifier Two, isn't she? I haven't seen Terrifier One, so now I got to watch them both. Thank you, Grave Robber Jeff. Great pick. Number three for me is Jamie Lee Curtis. That is as Laurie Strode. <laughs>
But not necessarily in the original Halloween. In fact, I'm going to cheat and sort of say the entire history of oh, her character. Oh, come on. Come on. You got to pick. No, I guess you don't have to. No, because it's characters. <laughs> it's not from a yeah, particular. It doesn't have to be a particular movie. But yeah, she defined what a final girl was supposed to do in a lot of ways. But what really cements herself on this list is just what she's done early in her career, later in her career, and now at this point in her career, where she's taken the franchise full circle. Now, I don't know if I can admit that I haven't seen Halloween Ends yet. The shit, man. Neither have I. So maybe I won't, <laughs> I won't talk about that at all. But, but yeah, fans of Halloween know what I'm talking about, that she absolutely deserves to be on this list. And, and out of all the slasher-type movies, like the big three franchises... She just sets herself apart. So Jamie Lee Curtis is my number three. Now, I would agree with you if we were talking 1980s aerobic movies and you picked perfect, but you didn't. You picked Halloween. <laughs> I picked Halloween. <laughs> Have you guys seen that ass second movie, Perfect? That's a, that's a classic. Anyway, I digress. Yes, you do. Did you ever see that goddamn meme with John Travolta just thrusting his junk? <laughs> I was like, I have to watch that movie. Oh, my God. So it turned out I had it on Blu-ray. <laughs> Can you believe that? It was like in a four-pack or something, or a two-pack. I can't remember. Anyway, perfect. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> All right. Slice and Dice and Dave, it's your turn for number two. I just said perfect, Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> oh, God. Man, I make myself laugh. That's... hey. That's all that matters in this world. If no one's laughing with you, you can laugh at yourself. Gentlemen, I've picked my number two pick. And this one was from a movie I had just recently watched. <laughs> I say that about every single pick. See, that's the problem. Like, if you watch a movie recently, it might, like, skew you a bit. Now, the only issue is this movie isn't a new movie. It is from 1986. The Fly. There's a lovely gal in this movie. Uh, the character is named Veronica Quaff. Quiff? Quaif. Quaff. 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 <laughs> I mean, I was going to say Quiff with getting away with it. Uh, <laughs> Gina Davis, man. Holy smokes, was I ever knocked out and surprised when I watched that movie uh, of her performance. You're going to like it. I don't want to. I'm afraid. Don't be afraid. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Because you, you, you say Gina Davis, and I think Earth Girls are easy, starring Jim Carrey, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, Jeff Goldblum, isn't that funny? And uh, Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans? Damon Wayans Jr. Damon Wayans. Yeah, anywho, what I'm trying to say is I don't think of her like as a hardcore horror movie actress, you see? But boy, does she ever pull this one off in spades. 1986, The Fly, Gina Davis. Nice pick. She did make my top 54 list, but not my number, not my top 10. She better have made your top 54 list, pal. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, go ahead. There you go. All right. Thank you for your number two slicing. Grave Robber Jeff, your turn. Ooh, getting down to the nitty gritty here. Uh, <laughs> for nine number two, we go back to 1980s. 
Friday the 13th. Cue the music. Ice Nine Kills. Well, I, I'm Mrs. Voorhees, an old friend of the Christie's. Oh, God, this place. Steve should never have opened this place again. There's been too much trouble here. Did you know that a young boy drowned the year before those two others were killed? The counselors weren't paying any attention. They were making love while that young boy drowned. His name was Jason. That's right. Jason's mom, Mrs. Voorhees, played by Betsy Palmer. Now, she doesn't make that much of an appearance in this movie. But the appearance she does make, holy moly, it's it's a memorable appearance. So I will leave it at that. Well, heads off to that pick there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, Jeff, I mean, how can you go wrong? That's quite a memorable uh, performance. It's a pretty iconic performance in horror. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Right on. Yeah, good choice, man. Good choice. Jason's mom did not make my top 54 list. Did she? What the shit, man? Wait. Probably not. Yes, she did. She made my top oh. 54 list. <laughs> was she number 54? List. What was your number 54, for God's sakes? At a certain point, they weren't ranked. So. Oh, okay, copy. Gotcha. All right, my number two. Well, to me, this is an obvious choice, but we'll see. We're going back to 1979, <gasps> where no one can hear you scream. That's right, outer space. And what, what do you have in outer space? You have aliens. So we're talking Lieutenant Ellen Louise Ripley, played by Sigourney Weaver. Well, it's an interesting combination of elements, making him a tough little son of a bitch. And you let him in. I was obeying a direct order, remember? Ash, when Dallas and Kane are off the ship, I'm senior officer. Oh, yes, I forgot. You also forgot the science division's basic quarantine law. No, that I didn't forget. Oh, I see. You just broke it. Huh? Look, what would you have done with Kane? Hmm? You know his only chance of survival was to get him in here. Unfortunately, by uh, breaking quarantine, you risk everybody's life. Maybe I should have left him outside. Maybe I've jeopardized the rest of us, but it was a risk I was willing to take. It's a pretty big risk for a science officer. It's uh, not exactly out of the manual, is it? One badass character. And again, the progression, you know, she started a badass, but she was a badass, like member of a trucking company in space. That's a lot different than where she ended up after, at the end of the first movie and going into the second. And maybe we won't talk so much about the third and fourth, but, and coming at a time where I think there was discussion around them being concerned that she would be a strong enough actress to to carry the weight of that movie just seems like an asinine argument to have right now, given how well she did. But that was the time. 
Those were the times back then. Absolutely deserving of my number two spot, Sigourney Weaver, Ripley, Alien and Aliens. Good choice, Jason. Good choice. That would make my list if it were like best horror movie performances or something. Or best characters. But she's not my favorite. But maybe she's one of the best, though. Does that make sense? See, this is why this is hard. We're still fighting. <laughs> I know. Well, there you go. No. Yeah, good choice, Jay. Good choice. Number one. Oh, my God. Is it? Is it my number one pick coming up here? It's your number one pick. Wow, this is insane. I do want to just drop the point that out of 27 picks, nobody has picked the same character. Isn't that freaking bizarre? Are you about to tell us, though, that this is the first double? No, there's no way in hell you guys are going to have this one, you goddamn weirdos. Wow, I'm, I'm shocked and I'm happy. I'm happy and shocked, even. Anyway, this particular character is just... Ah, geez, man. When I think of crazy horror character played by a female, my mind goes directly to this performance. All right? So I don't want to hear any arguing because this is what it's all about. From 2009, I know, isn't that crazy? 2009? Some sort of crazy-ass Australian movie, The Loved Ones. And we got a gal, the character's name is Princess, played by Robin McLeavy. She is my number one most memorable favorite character in a horror movie. What are you looking at? Do you want some? Open up for the You guys goddamn seen that movie you talked about it in our top 10 underrated and under the radar movies oh i, I did i still have not seen it it's not that easy to come by well then you're goddamn loss jason the terrible because she is nutsoid <laughs> i don't even know what to say but she does an awesome job and that's what i think of when i think of horror movie females i think of her what else can I say? The movie's great, too. If you haven't seen it, I'd suggest watching the movie. The tagline is, Prom Night Can Be Torture. The Loved Ones. Thank you, Slice and Dice and Dave. Grave Robber Jeff, it's your number one pick. Yeah, definitely a tricky thing to do, because the top of the list is, you're kind of like dying on your sword there, you know what I'm saying? But Are you uh, saying I made a bad pick? No, I'm just saying no matter what you pick, There'll be a lot of controversy because it's supposed to be the number one overall. You picked someone from from uh, Slumber Party Massacre 2, didn't you? Yeah, no, Jeff! They were not... I couldn't remember the character. <laughs> so it's not from Slumber Party. Even it's not the pimple popping gal? <laughs> I couldn't remember, remember... Other than the pimple popping, which I guess <laughs> the pimple itself could be a character. Um... We're going to have to do a top 10 non-human horror character. 
There you go. Uh, yeah. Critter number two. <laughs> the, the Critter Ball. <laughs> From Critters 3. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Critter, the critter Ball. ball. Anyway, yeah. sorry to interrupt you. Keep going. Grave Rubber Jeff. Anyway, so it's a tough decision. But I had to go to my favorite series of all time, Nightmare on Elm Street, which I don't think anybody picked anybody from there. What? And just because of the uh, childhood attachment to the series. It's the nurse it from number be, three, isn't it? What? It'll be Nancy <laughs> Thompson, played by <gasps> Heather Langenkamp. Did you have any weird dreams last night? Just looked like a rock. Do you believe that people can dream about what's going to happen? Gwen! Wake up! Are you there? I'm here. When I think of horror movies, that's who I think of. Plus, we got a picture with her at HorrorCon. Yes, we did. But it was funny because when we were watching horror movies as kids, there was a uh, Olympic figure skater by the name of Nancy Kerrigan. Do you guys remember her? Uh-huh. Sure do. And yeah. she got attached, attached, attacked <laughs> by the other one. What was her name? Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding. I was watching the figure skating, and I was like, man, she looks like Heather Langenkamp. And I thought it was Heather Langenkamp as a kid. I'm like, wait a second. Is she an <laughs> yeah, Olympic right, figure skater too? But then it turns out they just look a lot like each other. And then she ended up playing Nancy Kerrigan in a movie afterwards. So I thought that was interesting. Really? I think. I Anyways, that's that. a sidebar. From the horror movie point of view, it was just, the, I guess, the, the hero from, from the series for some of the series. And I don't know about spoilers, but I was absolutely heartbroken when she... Spoiler! I don't know if we could say that or not, but... Yeah, Heather Langkamp, Nancy Thompson. Kicked Freddy's butt number... Oh, shoot, that's a spoiler. <laughs> Heather Langkamp playing Nancy Thompson. Will she defeat Freddy? I don't know. Go watch the movie if you haven't seen it. Nice pick, Grey Rubber. I had her as herself in Wes Craven's New Nightmare. In my top 54. Yeah, that was a pretty good performance there. Yeah. All right. It leaves just me as number one. And will our streak of no duplicated entries continue? Oh, I don't know. No, it won't. Oh. My number oh. one has been talked about. I think it was talked about by Slice and Dice and Dave. Oh, that's me! In his ninth or eighth spot. Holy shit. Feruza Bulk? From the craft? <laughs> no. No, my number oh. one is from 1968's Rosemary's Baby. Yes, it is Mia Farrow as Rosemary Woodhouse. I know this sounds crazy, but I've, I've got books here. Look. There was another actor like him, Donald Baumgart, and they put a spell on him. They cast a spell on him and made him blind so the guy could get his part. Look, here. I had this friend, Edward Hutchins. Maybe you heard of him, a writer. He wrote stories for boys. Anyway, he was my good friend since I first came to New York. May I keep this? Yes, please. And look. Anyway, once Mr. Hutchins came to visit me, 
came to visit me. It was the time I was having this pain, doctor. I was suffering so... You can't imagine how much I was suffering. And they wouldn't help me. Nobody would. They were giving me a drink with tannis root in it. Also, witch's stuff, tannis root. Hutch came and immediately saw something was wrong. He, he knew about witches, you see. Right and on. This right is on. probably helped by the fact that I just watched this for the first time in the last year. But mm. there is no denying the weight of her performance in this movie and how important it is to the success of this movie being what it is. I was just fascinated and transfixed by her while watching this. This is the type of pick where I could argue it to be at the top of a list of best horror actresses as well. And so for yeah, a number yeah. of reasons, I think it's got to be my number one. Well, I'm not going to argue with you there, Jason, as yes, it did make my top list at number eight. Hey, but maybe we should argue with one another of who has been left off the list. Does anybody have any memorable or or what do you call that? Let's, let's do it this way. Let's recap our top 10 lists, counting down from 10. And then if you're, if you have a list of honorable mentions, or if you have like, if you want to share the ones that you were narrowing it down from, we can do that. I mean, I had a list of 54 characters. That part was easy. Figuring out what order to put them in was incredibly difficult. So Yeah, no, for sure. But Slice and Dice and Dave, why don't we start with it's you? Why don't you quickly count down your top 10 again? Ah, perfect. You got it, guys. Gentlemen, coming in at 10, I had Mia Goth as Pearl from Pearl. Number 9, Feruza Balk as Nancy Downs in The Craft. Number 8 came in with your number 1 pick, Mia Farrow as Rosemary Woodhouse in Rosemary's Baby. Number 7, Kathy Bates as Annie Wilkes from Misery. Number six, uh, Megan Fox as Jennifer and Jennifer's Body. Number five, Barbara Crampton as Catherine McMichaels in From Beyond. And then uh, my number four pick was Virginia Madsen as Helen Lyle in Candyman, 1992. Number three, Shelley Duvall as Wendy Torrance in The Shining, 1980. And uh, Gina Davis comes in at number two as Veronica Quaif, Quaff, Quiff, Quaif, Quaff. From the Fly, 1986 version. And my number one pick was Robin McLeavy as Princess in The Loved Ones. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you, Slicen. Sounds impressive when we do it that way. So, Grave Robert Jeff, how about you? What's your top ten? All right. My top ten, just movies and actresses. Number ten, Alex Angelis from Cleansing Hour. Number nine, Patty Mullen in Frankenhooker. Number eight, Mia Goth in X. Number seven, Allison Williams in Get Out. Number six, Alex Dardio in We Summon the Darkness. Number five, Macarena Gomez from Shrew's Nest. Number four, Essie Davis from The Babadook. Number three, Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp. Number two, Betsy Palmer from Friday the 13th. And number one, Heather Langenkamp from Nightmare on Elm Street. Very nice list, Grave Robber. Nicely done. All right, my top 10. Number 10, Mia Jovovich from Resident Evil. Number 9, Milana Vaintrub from Werewolves Within. Number 8, Barbara Crampton in Jacob's Wife. Number 7, Samara Weaving in The Babysitter. 
Number six, Jessica Roth in Happy Death Day. Number five, Gretchen Lodge in Lovely Molly. Number four, Sharni Vinson in Your Next. Number three, Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween. Number two, Sigourney Weaver from Alien. And number one, Mia Farrow from Rosemary's Baby. All right, do you guys mind if I read my honorable mentions? I can read a few, why not? So when I when I did this, like I said, I had a list of the top 54. I sort of ended up ranking the top 20 to try to figure out where to put people. Just as quickly as I did that, I'm going to go through the, the ones that were in my top 20 consideration. Number 20 was Barbara Crampton in Reanimator. Olivia de Jong in Better Watch Out. Oh. Nita Jose Hanna in Psycho Gorman. She was the very annoying <laughs> young girl, but made the movie. To be my favorite, though? I don't know, man. Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs. Kate yeah, Beckinsale yeah. in Underworld. Elizabeth Moss in The Invisible Man. Oh, yeah, Rachel Nichols in P2. Alexandra Daddario in We Summon the Darkness. Whoa, get out of town. Betty Gilpin in The Hunt. And Patty Mullen in Frankenhooker. Oh, get out of town. What about you guys? What what other ones just missed out on your top ten list? Well, geez, man, I had a bunch. I had uh, Mathilda May from Life Force. Mathilda you know, the, May? Uh, yeah, the, the naked um, vampire gal. She did a good job in that one. When I think of Life Force, I think of her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Felicia Rose, uh, Jessica Roth. From Happy Death Day, Samara Weaving, the babysitter, Georgina Campbell from Barbarian. Remember her? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She did a pretty good. She did a pretty goddamn good job. Oh, Anna Taylor Joy, but not from the Wit, the Vitch. <laughs> the Vitch. Uh, last night, yeah, Last Night in Soho. That was a great new horror movie. I thought Olivia Hussey from Black Christmas. I liked. Uh, that's kind of a, that's kind of about it. I don't know. I mean, there's a zillion more. I like Josh. Sholin, Sholin, stepfather. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's so or many. Actually, more of. Yeah, who knows, man? You Grave, know what I'm saying? There's a lot. Grave robber. How about you? I got a couple here. One I don't know if you talked about either. Of you, Owen, Catherine Kelly, who played Jane Doe in the Autopsy of Jane Doe. Yeah. And You're damn right. Spell. It was just kind of like a a different performance that uh, you can't believe that it's a live person there. Yeah, she was on my list for sure. I just thought it would... I would have a hard time explaining it in my top 10. Let's put it that way. Top 20, impressive maybe. performance, though. Yeah, incredibly impressive performance. Then there is a couple of younger younger people on there, like the Psycho Goreman gal that you mentioned. The one who played the exorcist in the original... Whoever, the kid Linda that got Blair? possessed in the, in the uh, original exorcist. Yeah, Linda, Linda Blair. Blair. Yeah. Let's see what else. Uh, then from Let Me In, Chloe Grace Moretz. Uh, I thought she did good in there. There is one called The Black Coat's Daughter that I like that had... Uh, oh, yeah, Emma Roberts. So I thought she was good. So, oh, then the one other one was The Hounds of Love actress who... Let me just look that up. Yeah, Emma Booth from Hounds of Love. She she was a great... Did a great job, even though the movie was rough. Mm-hmm. That was it for my honorable mentions. Going through all these movies just makes me want to go watch more movies, but it's too late tonight. I have to go to bed. Do you know which one I wanted to see? I wanted to see 
again, Exorcism of Emily Rose, because I, I had Jennifer Carpenter as an honorable mention. That's a pretty goddamn good movie, that one, actually. Hmm. Remember that? So Okay, well, we could talk all night about great female performances in horror movies, Well, let me, but we just let, can't. Let me just remind you guys about a couple that... There are performances like Tony Collette in Hereditary, or Emily Blunt in Quiet Place. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or Florence Pugh in Midsommar. Sissy Spacek in Carrie. Oh, for sure. For Even sure. Nev Campbell in Scream. Oh, for yeah. Or, well, I was kind of fighting myself for that that one. But then, like, if we ever did, like, a uh, favorite horror movie actresses, maybe she would make my top ten list. The favorite horror movie actresses and best horror movie actresses would be two totally different lists as well. No, oh, for sure, man. For sure. That's what I'm saying, right? This is, These lists are hard. It, yeah, don't I don't think our, home, guys. But. Our, our listeners are probably still going, well, what the shit was this list then? <laughs> We're like, we don't know. We're so sorry. But here's a list of gals from horror movies. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It's really just a spawn yeah. discussion. But... If any of you out there in Watch Out Horror Land have your own top 10 list, please share it with us. We would be very interested to see that and very happy to share that in a future episode. And on that note, we have a top five list that I want to share from someone who wrote into us about the top five sitcoms we talked about. So yes, I know this is not horror related, but I just what wanted the? to give a shout out to Colin who sent in his top five list of favorite sitcoms. Are you guys ready? Oh, God. Yes. At number five, he had Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. West Point for Bel-Air, born and raised at the playground is where it's my mom. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, because I'm probably not going to edit in the little sound bites in yeah, here. Yeah, we got we to do the sound bites ourselves. All right, number four <laughs> was Saved by the Bell. When I wake up in the morning and the light is out of water, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Number three was Friends. Bang, 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 bang. No one told you life was going to be this way. Number two was Seinfeld. Or how the hell does that one? <laughs> I just remember a lot of bass. It's a bass Slap and pop bass. Yeah, that's pretty sick. All right. And Colin's number one favorite sitcom was married with children. You're damn right it's married with children. Oh, we'll do the song that, that they did on the DVDs when they had to get rid of that one song. Do, 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 do. Oh, never mind. It sounds too much like love and marriage. But anyway, so what was that? Hold on. Fresh Prince of Valerie, Saved by the Bell. Friends. Friends Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Hey, that's a pretty good list there, Colin. That's a pretty goddamn good list. I agree with uh, most of those on there. And thanks for listening. Thanks for being a loyal listener. Maybe we'll send you a t-shirt someday. We still have to make t-shirts, though. But when we do, we'll send you one. And I keep forgetting to mention this. This is just... Maybe it's because we never make factual errors. What? I'm sure we do. But I made a mistake in a previous episode. Way back. I can't remember what... Well, I can't remember what episode it was in. Nobody nobody emailed and said, hey, you jerks, you screwed up. It oh, was just God. in the course of doing further research, I realized I was completely wrong. So at one point, I had mentioned that Sarah Paxton was the daughter of Bill Paxton. Oh, my God. That is incorrect. Sarah Paxton yeah, I, I could... 
was actually the seventh cousin of Bill Paxton. So very, very much not his daughter. But anyway, just wanted to clear that Still up. Still related, though. Still related, but I wanted to clear <laughs> Clo- that up. Close enough. <laughs> just kidding. I'm sure maybe we've made other mistakes. Oh, God. I've probably made a hundred, so my apologies if so. But but I've been trying to remember to bring that up for the past, I don't know, eight or nine episodes. So I finally did. So I feel good. Right on, Um, pal. Yeah. So this takes a big man to to admit he made a mistake. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) what do you guys think? I think next episode we're going to try to do our, oh God, top 10 favorite yeah top 10 yeah favorite most memorable <laughs> performances or characters by a male actor oh. in a horror movie oh yeah <laughs> i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick nicholas cage from mandy <laughs> i think i'm sure there's people out there that would put nicholas cage as one through ten for different characters, oh, there you go, yeah. but uh, yeah, but yeah, he yeah. certainly hey, worth, is worth some consideration. He's filming a goddamn new horror movie right in my hometown right now. God damn it! Well, that's so good. There you go. Okay, guys, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for sticking with us. I think this was a lot of fun. At least it got the conversation going, and like I said, it got me wanting to watch more horror movies immediately. So. If you would like to let us know what your top 10 list for this episode would be, we would love to see it. You can reach us at watchouthorror at gmail.com or find us at our website at www.watchouthorror.com. We are on Twitter at watchouthorror, on Instagram at watchouthorrorcast, and you can find us pretty much anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. Well, until next time, and there will be a next time. Be safe, treat each other well, and go watch some horror movies. Thank you for listening to Watch Out. The opinions you've just heard have been made by three guys from Canada. Please keep this in mind and enjoy responsibly. Perfect. Pearl. By Mia Farrow. Mia God. Oh, shit. <laughs> Mia Farrow. Pearl. By Pearl. By Mia Goth. Um, yeah, any questions, pals? Just a kick-ass Jovovich? Jovovich, yes. Just Jovovich? A... It's Jovovich. <laughs> Copy that. Oh, that's me uh, slicing and dicing, if you couldn't tell. That's what I thought. Um, Well, believe it or not. (laughs) Ripley's believe it or not. Never mind. Oh, I get it now. (laughs) That was ridiculous.